Poland hopes its role as a Central and Eastern European technology hub can build a bridge for investment in the financial, healthcare, and food sectors for the Gulf. You're listening to the Business Extra podcast coming from the National in Abu Dhabi. I'm Mustafa Al-Rawi, Assistant Editor-in-Chief. If you like this show, please do subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your audio content. As I said at the top of the show, Poland's interested in expanding its commerce and trade horizons beyond its traditional markets, big partners like Germany. And so it's looking at the UAE, the Gulf, and the region. And in particular, Poland is a relatively new economy. It's been a free market economy only since uh, the Iron Curtain came down at the end of the 80s. Um, That's like 30 years of development, which has given it a chance to actually leapfrog more advanced economies in innovative areas such as fintech or medtech or agtech. Paweł Jablonski, Poland's Undersecretary of State for Economic and Development Cooperation for Africa and the Middle East, was in Abu Dhabi this month. He was talking about some of the exciting synergies and opportunities there might be for investors in the Gulf, in the UAE, in Poland, and vice versa. Let's listen to that discussion now. Pavel Jablonski, it's, it's very nice to talk to you here in Abu Dhabi. Uh, you've, you've come for your trip to the UAE. Um, it, it'd be interesting to gauge your, your initial thoughts of, of the country, particularly in the, in the area that you, your trip is focusing on, which is, which is trade and economy. Well, it's very nice to be here. We are very satisfied with uh, the recent developments in uh, Emirati-Polish relations. And so we are looking forward to bring them to the next level. Just this year, this is the well, first uh, visit on, um, on this level for, for quite some time, I believe in three or four years. Two weeks before, we actually had another ministerial visit in preparation of the Polish pavilion for, for the expo. Uh, and uh, we are going to see some further visits still this year. Even before the expo, our minister of the, for digitalization uh, would also uh, come. And in December, we hope that our president, Andrzej Duda, would be at the Polish day at the expo in Dubai. So Poland's putting a lot of effort into trade and economic relations with uh, the UAE. As you mentioned, the expo is important. If we do get a visit from the president at some point in the future, that would be uh, excellent for, for where trade ties are. But more, more broadly, uh, Poland is a country that has been um, quite EU-focused. Germany is a very big partner. The, Poland's the sixth largest economy in the EU. Um, to, to see it, it's sort of pivot maybe outside of the continent towards the Middle East and the UAE, which I know is a, a growing trade partner. Is that, is that part of a, a strategic plan? I wouldn't call it a pivot or a shift, but rather looking for new directions which we want to use uh, aside from the ones that we have been using already. We joined the EU in 2004, so over one and a half decades has already passed and we've been very active, not just Poland, but all the other countries in Central Europe. But uh, this direction of uh, building stronger connection with Western, more uh, wealthy, more advanced economies, this had its very big sense uh, when we started in 2004 for the next decade. And it still does have this sense because they are geographically very close partners. Recently, Poland uh, is, uh, has become um, Germany's uh, second uh, largest trading partner. But we also see that the market in Europe has its limits and we want to expand, we want to grow globally. That is why we are bringing these economic relations to a next level, also with countries that are 
geographically more farther away from Poland. But when it comes to the challenges that lie ahead of us, the uh, needs that our economies have, infrastructural needs as well, we are very much alike and we, are ve- we want to explore uh, many synergies that there are uh, between our two economies. Poland's been an economic success story uh, for many, many years. I mean, I remember various sectors such as real estate um, being talked about with a lot, a lot of interest uh, over the years. I know there's been FDI into manufacturing. Um, are there any particular sectors that, you know, when it comes to your visits to countries like the UAE that are, are kind of near the top of the list for you? Most of all, we're looking to the future and we see there's huge potential in sectors that will be deciding, shaping the economy of tomorrow. Uh, One sector that comes to mind especially is financial technology. Thanks to uh, the fact that we actually started our transition to a free market economy only 30 years ago, because of that we obviously were lagging behind in many sectors, we started later, but thanks to that we managed to overtake those more developed countries in, in Western Northern Europe. Right now when it comes to fintech sector, Poland is ranked as the fourth top advanced country in this regard, higher than Singapore for example. And just in Poland we have uh, I think 250 now, 250 fintech startups. And I've seen these reports that in the entire Gulf region, this is around a similar similar number. So this gives you the scale of, of this sector of the economy. And I believe when it comes to uh, innovative industries such as fintech, such as medtech, such as uh, agritech and uh, food processing technologies, uh, food storage, food security, we have top-notch solutions that can be very useful for the market in the Emirates and in the whole of Gulf region. So this is most, I believe this is on the top priority, on the top uh, of our agenda. Another sector that is hugely important is environment protection. Uh, both uh, clean energy, renewables, solar and wind, as well as uh, water management, waste uh, treatment solutions. We have done significant effort in the last years in Poland and we are applying these solutions at home. We are applying them with our neighbors and we also want to export them to exchange our experiences with countries such as UAE. So the sectors such as fintech, medtech, as you mentioned, um, clean energy, renewable energy, um, these, these sectors are obviously very, very important when it comes to resilience uh, in the future, whether that be um, you know, with, with the recent coronavirus pandemic and the need to have um, high-tech solutions or with the climate change uh, initiatives that many countries around the world are committing to, um, you know, clean energy and renewable energies are, are very, very important. It, it, I think it would be interesting to, to, to know from your point of view how Poland feels about, you know, this idea of resilience, whether it's climate change or the pandemic or, or any other uh, crises that everybody's facing at the moment. Well, we definitely um, were exposed to many disadvantages that were existing in the economy and we were not, or majority of us were not aware before the pandemic, the uh, inevitable problems of globalization, the long chains of supply, chains of value, which we believe to be something uh, which we believe, we, we took it for granted that it was always going to work. Suddenly it happened, uh, what, what happened uh, over a year ago showed that we need to be more resilient. Obviously it doesn't mean resorting to autarky and to producing everything at home. We need to cooperate, but these 
chains need to be uh, perhaps shorter, perhaps stronger, and we need to have alternatives. That is why we want to uh, not not only to focus on this traditional directions of cooperation, but also find new ones. Hence, our efforts to strengthen our presence in the Gulf region. I think we all took it for granted, um, you know, that globalization would continue to work and, and there would be no issues with regards to supply chains. They seemed as if that was the best way to do things. And, and now many, many countries, many industries are re-evaluating that. I mean, technology plays its part. Um, but, but also, if we, if we look forward, and, and you mentioned cooperation, I mean, that's very, very important. And the irony is, is that perhaps before the pandemic, many countries felt they could go it alone or put themselves first or, and, and, and perhaps multilateralism and, and cooperation on a diplomatic trade level um, was, was beginning to wane. But now we have different perspectives. We have different, uh, you know, president in the White House, it's Joe Biden now instead of Donald Trump. Um, there's a, a kind of, uh, the G7 is happening right now. Um, and there are hopes for a lot of cooperation. Um, when it comes to uh, Poland, it has a, a rich history, a long history. But as, as you pointed out, it, it's, it's also in many ways a new country because it emerged from uh, you know, the, po- the fall of uh, the Eastern Bloc and, and the Soviet Union. Um, and it became a member of the EU in 2004. It's also been a member of the WTO. So how, how do you manage these kind of competing interests of being a very historic old country at one time, a, a superpower of the region? of Central and Eastern Europe, and now almost being a new country, like you said, being at the forefront of new technologies? I think we're gradually learning to identify our strengths, being a country that is a very, that has very long history, very long tradition, but indeed the last three decades that only we uh, could uh, develop ourselves with freedom without any other uh, superpowers occupying us. Uh, this uh, is a process we, we do it on the go. And, but I think we already are quite successful. And when we speak about multilateral cooperation, there's one very important area of it, which very often had been overlooked previously, and that is the cooperation in the region. You in the Gulf region obviously know how important this is, being uh, UAE being uh, one of the leaders of the GCC. In Central Europe, we are expanding and we are we are strengthening this regional uh, cooperation especially in the last couple of years five years ago we established the three seas initiative which brings together 12 countries of central europe with similar history similar background similar level of development and most of all similar needs in economy and infrastructure because those are the countries that started the transition to democracy to free market economy only 30 years ago and all of them are still relatively, maybe underdeveloped is too harsh of a word, but in fact, there is still this infrastructure gap, which IMF estimates at 600 billion in public spending just the next decade. So we started this initiative in order to boost cross-border cooperation in building infrastructure in transport, so roads, railroads, uh, airports, also energy solution, grids of, of, of uh, gas supply, for example, and other sources of energy, and then digital, because digital aspect of the economy will be hugely important. And we work very closely together, so when we speak about uh, potential cooperation, I'm representing Polish government, but also, in fact, I'm representing the alliance of these 12 countries, big big economy of over 110 million people, 
growing size with uh, unparalleled development uh, pace when you compare it to the rest of the European Union. And I believe that actually coming, uh, that actually investing in Poland, Czechia, Hungary, Lithuania, or any other of these countries now is investing not just in this one single country, but in the whole Central European economy. It's a great opportunity for business now. It's interesting to hear about this, these sort of regional groupings that, that perhaps don't um, uh, come immediately to mind compared to some, some of the other more established groupings such as the G7 or the G20. Um, but to think of, of Central Europe itself with, with, it, with common opportunities and common challenges um, from, from our point of view here in the UAE and the Gulf and the Middle East, I think gives a different dimension um, for how we view Europe. I think sometimes we only think of Europe as Western Europe, um, you know, the, the, the Germany, the France, and, and, you know, previously when the UK was part of the EU. Um, and and to, to think of, of these other countries, Poland or the 12 countries, that is it that gives different opportunities does it not and investors here that are thinking about europe need to think about the different geographies as well within the context it's like i mean you cover africa it's like everybody says africa isn't one homogenous market but many many markets the same the same goes for europe as well it is true that there are dif- differences based on uh, structure of the economy, based on uh, history, based on uh, also geography and access to various sorts of various forms of logistics, of transportation. But uh, the EU in general is an organism that is based on its uh, general idea. It was, it was created seven decades ago, was the idea of cohesion, of uh, bringing at the level of life of all nations of Europe to a level that would be similar enough so that there would be no incentives to fight among ourselves. And this is, I think, when it comes to the the assessment of the history of the European Union, this has been the most uh, crucial element of its success. It managed to uh, develop this cohesion um, between these differences to actually keep developing towards more or less similar level. Right now, obviously, this is understandable uh, because of historical background that EU is often perceived through uh, this perspective of the of this largest, most, more advanced economies, like let's say Germany, Netherlands. It's natural because they are globally present for decades now. But when it comes to business opportunities, when somebody would try to imagine how will Europe look in two or three decades... This is the great time to actually explore other options because the market of Central Europe is working within the same boundaries, the same regulatory frameworks and offers the same guarantees as you can get in Western Europe, but with still uh, more beneficial uh, conditions, uh, easier approach to, to, to talent, lower labor costs, just to very important, and uh, many government incentives to attract foreign investment. This is indeed the, the good time to do it because uh, right now you could you could achieve virtually the same at a lower cost in our region. Whilst also, I imagine, providing this, when you say cohesion, also the stability that, that people associate with Western Europe as well. Oh, obviously, this is uh, one of the biggest benefits of doing business in Europe that you have the access to environment that provides you with a degree of security not just um, business wise but in other 
in other sense of of this word as well, which is, I think, unparalleled when it comes to to to, to comparisons with with other parts of the world. This is the great benefit of of development that has been present in Europe uh, without any major. Um, conflicts or, or other obstacles soon will be almost eight decades. And we are using this success for uh, mutual benefit of all Europeans and we actually want to use it as well for uh, the benefit of our uh, neighbors uh, in uh, that, that are that are na- neighbors to Europe. So within uh, within the EU, we are uh, creating uh, instruments of cooperation, development cooperation with African countries, with countries in the Gulf as well. We want to uh, use the incentives that we have, also um, learning from the mistakes that were uh, take, that were uh, take, uh, that were that were committed before, especially by the by the colonial countries. We want to avoid repeating them. We actually want to we want to promote sustainable development through the economy, but also through government uh, subsidized initiatives. And this is the approach that we have. Poland has never been a colonial country. We uh, we we never were part of this of this dark uh, part of history. And this is yet another uh, reason why we support this approach. Looking forward over the next uh, couple of years, um, obviously we, we mentioned uh, Expo is going to be a big event, uh, not just for the, the region, but for the world as well. Um, but, but looking at 2022, 2023, um, are there any particular ambitions or, or hopes that a country like Poland would have from its engagement with, with the UAE and the Gulf, and the Gulf region? What, is, what does the vision look like for you? We definitely believe that working closer together can uh, help develop our economy at home and we can also be a valuable addition to the economy here in the region. Most of all, in these innovative, creative sectors of, of the economy, I believe this is the most preferable area which we want to support because, frankly speaking, uh, in these sectors, the business communities most courageous, most eager to to accept the challenges. And it is no secret that going uh, into cooperation with geographically remote uh, area is a challenge for, for many businesses. And I believe it, that we are able to establish a cooperation which will both bring uh, investments to Central Europe, to Poland and Central Europe, but at the same time, that with the solutions that we have um, been applying already at our home, we will be able to help modernize. I'm not just uh, I'm not I'm not speaking uh, solely about uh, the economy of, of of UAE because obviously the economy of UAE is is doing fantastic, but other countries in the region could definitely uh, could definitely use that. Another area which is more specific and I believe uh, going to be really important when it comes to development is the area of the development, new uh, new urban uh, cities, new, 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 new structures, of the, the structures that would allow people to, li- to live in uh, comfortable conditions despite uh, the obvious natural, natural challenges. And so uh, that all the smart city technologies uh, that we are also developing will uh, definitely be beneficial to the development of, of, of new areas of settlement, uh, which is, I believe, the necessity for, for the region. 
Pavel Jablonski, Undersecretary of State for Economic and Development Cooperation, Africa and the Middle East for Poland. Thank you so much for talking to us and I hope you enjoy the rest of your trip. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. And I do hope that it's not my last visit in the UAE. That's it for today. All that remains to thank our production team, Arthur Edison and Aisha Khan, as well as you all for listening. Do join us again next time.